here with assistant coach Greg Jackson. What was the first nickname that Bill Parcells gave you as a player? Greg. <laughs> that was it? That was it, man. I've heard he gives everyone a peculiar nickname. But I never had a nickname. He always said Greg. When I heard him say Greg, that means I was doing something wrong. Uh-oh. But you didn't you didn't do too much wrong with him, did you? Oh, he was a great coach, man. And you know, one thing about Bill and all the players said it that played under him, he always knew when to push the buttons at the right time. He knew when guys were not into it during practice. He knew when to pick the tempo up. He knew when to start practice and start it over. You know, that's the type of coach he was. My hat's off to him. Even though I was with him for two years, you know, it was a big, big part of my career. What was it like? You get drafted. You had been an All-American. You mean one of the best players in LSU history, and you go to the Giants. What was that transition like back then? It's funny because I think the transition wasn't too bad because at the time in college, I had Mike Archer as my DB coach and defense coordinator, and then I had uh, John Fonks, who was in, you know, had a lot to do with the NFL. So my transition wasn't that hard because when I was at LSU, we were doing a lot of the similar things that the Giants were doing, playing cover two, cover three, playing man coverage. You know, we were simple on defense, just like we are now, and it was just all about flying to the football. Let's go back. Miami's where you're from. Miami Heat versus Baton Rouge Heat versus Houston Heat. It's sort of different. Miami Heat is it's hot, but it's breezy. You get breeze. Louisiana and Houston, totally different. It's all humidity. <laughs> all humidity. Now, and we're ping-ponging around here, you have a college degree in communications, broadcasting. How'd that all come about? Well, when I got to college, I didn't know what I wanted to major in. I went from everywhere. And finally, when I, I didn't finish once I got drafted and I decided to just wait until my career was over, it was the best thing I ever could have did because I focused more on school after that. What made me get into communications was the fact that I was being interviewed as a player. You know, and I thought it was important when I presented myself, it would be a big part of my growing success. So I thought about, you know, I need to, you know, get my degree in communications, which I'm happy with. Did you ever consider taking it further and no. doing that route instead of coaching? No. no, when I'm done, this is this is my bug here. No I, TV or radio for you no, in the future. I, when I, when I uh, decided coaching, I probably was in my sixth, fifth or sixth year in the league because I didn't think I was going to play 12 years. But I happened to do that. So after that, I just got the coaching bug, man, and got into coaching after that. What would you do for fun off the field in Baton Rouge? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Why not? Nothing. I tell you what we did do. We ate crawfish. Ate crawfish behind Broussard Hall. That's all we did. We got crawfish here. Have you done any of that while you've been in Houston? No, I don't I don't even eat too much crawfish. You know, when I leave here, I go straight back home to my family because we still have our house in Frisco, and we have a house in New Orleans, so I go back and visit them. How are they doing? They're doing good. They're doing good. It's kind of hard, but the great thing about it is now, you know, with the technology now, we have FaceTime. So I get to talk to them every single day. What's the best part of this job here? I think the best part of this job right now is uh, with Coach Lovey Smith, I'm able to coach. I'm able to actually coach guys individually, like the safeties. That's one of the reasons I got into this business, is, is to teach and give back to these guys and let them understand and just try to get them to see the game as a not so fast, just to slow it down for them. Because a lot of those guys, when they come into the league, they're looking for everything. And you got to break things down for them to, to slow the game down for them. And once you do that, I mean, their talent comes alive. 
12 years in the NFL as a player, basically the last 20 years as a coach, you've, you've seen a lot. Which coaches have made you a better coach? Man, the coaches that I've coached with. Or maybe they coached you when you were a player. Oh, Bill Belichick, Bill Parcells, Emmett Thomas. Some heavy hitters right yeah. there. Ray Rhodes. I mean, it's, it's a ton of guys, man. Rod Russ, the late Rod Russ, uh, who was my defense coordinator. Jim Moore Jr. when I was with the Saints. I mean, it's, it's a Pascal, defensive coordinator. I mean, everybody, every coach I've been under, defensive coordinator, defensive back coach, I've learned something from. Mike Nolan, who was with me at LSU, and then he came to the Giants, and I was with him one year. I learned a lot. So it's a whole bunch of guys I have learned from as a, as a player when they were a coach and when I became a coach and the coaches I've been under. I've learned a ton. What's the most random, memorable moment from the Super Bowl win? The field goal. The field goal. That's it. Um, and we're all on one knee, and we're looking at the field goal, and somebody screamed out his scream, it's no good. And we all jumped up and started celebrating, man. You know, that was the best part, being in the Super Bowl. And I think one of the, one of the I think the second biggest is just making it there, winning in San Francisco, 15-13. I'll never forget that. We never scored a touchdown. We scored five field goals, which was great. And the memorable moment, LT punching that ball out at the end against Roger Craig. Those are memories you don't forget. You played in some huge games. I mean, you just mentioned two of them. You played in many more of them. Yeah. Do you get asked about it much by your current players ever? Yeah, I do. I do, but I don't get into that much. I really don't because when I played back then, what I try to do is, is when I talk about the past as a player, I try to bring it to the present, you know, like our system here, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Indianapolis Colts, and now us. That's what I try to bring it to. It's, it's just a, everything has been done before, and they think it's new, but it's not new. It's just something of the past, and you're just a new part of it, you know, and that's what I try to teach when I'm teaching these guys how to study, how to watch tape, how to defend guys, how to tackle and stuff like that. That's what you try to teach these guys, you know, because all the young generation think everything is new, you know, and, and it's old, but now they see it as new. So you just try to stay even keel and, and, and make them think it's new, but it's really old. <laughs> Greg Jackson, we really do appreciate the time. Best of luck this Thank season. You. Thank you very much.